0: everybody. This is Pastor Terry. Welcome back to the Grace for a Journey podcast. So glad that you're with us. If you're new, well, of course, welcome on in. Well, we're in Galatians chapter four. We're going to be in verse 12. Now, let me go ahead and put sort of the bottom line up front with this passage of scripture we're going to look at. It's really simply this. Paul really loves the Galatian people. (laughs) I mean, you're saying, well, Terry, is that really important? Absolutely. Listen, I'll bet you You have been taxed and vexed by relationships in your life, haven't you? I mean, haven't you had times when you've really loved people, maybe a son, a daughter, a spouse, a parent, an aunt, uncle, cousin, a friend, but man, their behavior just time and time again seems to push you away and push you away. Maybe they've rejected you because you've come to know Christ and yet you still want to love them, but they keep pushing you away. Maybe they've rejected you because of a vocational decision or who you married. Or how you raise your kids. It could be a number of things. But they keep pushing you away, pushing you away. And yet you keep trying to love them. This is Paul's spirit right now. So if this has ever been you, if you've ever been in a relationship where you've really loved somebody, regardless of the context of the relationship, but they keep doing things that push you to your limits, hear how Paul responds to this in relationship to the gospel. Because regardless of what you've gone through, and look, let me tell you something. I I know it's probably been bad. People have probably treated you bad. They've rejected you. They've spurned you. Man, they've they've not respected you in a lot of respects, in, in a lot of areas of your life that you really should have been respected in, but they haven't done it. And it's made you so angry and so hurt and so disconnected. I get it. It's real. All that being said, eternity is more important than modernity. Eternity is more important than what's now. And what's next is more important than what we see today. And and so catch Paul's angst because of their rejection of the gospel. Here's what he says. Now, brothers, I entreat you. That means I beg you. Become as I am, for I also have become as you are, and you did me no wrong. And basically what he's saying, said, I was a Jew just like you. We were all in this together, but I have been set free by the gospel. And he said, and you've done me no wrong, talking about when he was there sometime earlier. He spent about 18 months there, we think. And so he was there quite a while. He said, you did me no wrong while I was there. Then he goes on, he says this, you know, it was, you know, it was because of a bodily ailment that I preached the gospel to you at first. And though my condition was a trial to you, you did not scorn or despise me, but received me as an angel. Now that angel means a messenger. That's what it the word angelos means, or angelos means, means to be a messenger of God as Christ Jesus. He said, so I came to you the first time. I had some problems going on. I preached you out of some struggle, and it was in that struggle that you received me, and you considered me a a, a person representing God himself, a messenger of God as Christ Jesus. Then he goes on, he says, what then has become of your blessedness? In, In other words, you blessed me so much. Now, now I can't find it. I hear you're rejecting me. I hear you're going back to the system that Christ set you free from. Has Christ set you free from something? Maybe an addiction, maybe negative thoughts, maybe a horrible lifestyle, maybe disastrous relationship after disastrous relationship, all done the line. Has he set you free from that? And, and now listen, I'm, I'm not being judgy, but has he set you free from that, but now you're going back to it. Well, if so, And you sort of understand Paul's tone here as someone who loves you calling you back to the side of Christ. Then he goes on, he says, for I testify to you that if possible, you would have gouged out your eyes and given them to me. In other words, Paul says, you loved me so much. Had I said, okay, uh, go gouge out your eyes and uh, give them to me, you would have done it. Wow. How's that for following someone? Now I want you to notice what's clear about Paul. Paul could have used that power and control to manipulate them to get wealthy off of them, and to control them. But because Paul was a man of God, sent by God, empowered by the Holy Spirit, he didn't do any of that. What did he do? He kept pointing people to the gospel and to the truth. Hey, if if you're around someone in a church, or they call it a fellowship, or a church, or whatever they want to call it, our church is called a fellowship. But if if there are people on power trips tell you what to do and dictate to you, Man, you need to run from that situation. Then the scripture goes on and says this. Have I then become an enemy by telling you the truth? They make much of you for no good purpose. They want to shut you out that you may make much of them. Now, now, listen to what he says. He says, look, um, have I become an enemy to you for telling you the truth? Uh, here's what you know. <laughs> if you've ever had a friend who's had a girlfriend or boyfriend and you didn't particularly like them and uh, they asked you about it and you sort of told them the truth right? And uh, after telling the truth, they uh, got together and man, their relationship got serious and maybe even they got married. Isn't there a weirdness there? I mean, there's a weirdness there. (laughs) That happened to me. And so there might be weirdness there. And this is what Paul is saying. He said, look, your heart's changed. Your intention has changed. I came to you and told you the truth about the law, about grace and about freedom. But now because your heart's changed, you're thinking very differently of me. People who tell you the truth, tell you the truth because they love you, because they care about you and they have your best interest in minds. And, and when you're in a place to receive that, you love them. But man, if your heart ever turns, I, I, somebody listening to this knows this is true. And when your heart begins to turn, they become a target. And so he goes on, and he says this, now it's always good to be made much of for a good purpose. In other words, if people really brag about you for a good purpose, that's a good thing. And not only when I am present with you, he said, my little children, for whom I am again in the anguish of childbirth until Christ is formed in you. In other words, he's saying, I am hurting so deeply that Christ is fully formed, that you are spiritually shaped in Christ. What does that mean? Free from the law, free from the influence of people who want to have control over your life, free from the tales and principles of the world that can never produce what Scripture can, empowered by the gospel can. He says, I am hurting until that becomes real with you. And then he ends with this, I wish I could be present with you now and change my tone for I am perplexed about you. (laughs) Paul says, look, I am perplexed. You, You have all this truth. You have all this reality, but now what's going on? You're turning away. He said, I wish I was with you so we could talk face to face and my attitude could be different. Let me encourage you with this. Two things. If there's someone in your life that have told you the truth in the past and you get angry at them because your situation or heart changed, why don't you reach out to them today and thank them? And then second, if there's someone in your life that desperately needs the truth told to them, but you're afraid of harming that relationship, ask the Holy Spirit to give you wisdom, the words, and the timing, and then speak the truth to them. Now, when you do... You're going to be blessed, and guess what? They're going to find unbelievable grace for their journey. Let me pray for you. Father, we love you so much, and thank you for today. Now, be with us, Lord, as we live for you and speak the truth in love, guided by wisdom, empowered by the Holy Spirit to those around us. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Man, thanks for being with us, and guess what? We'll talk again next time.